the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, everybody sing. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe home where you can see every couple tries to stop. I like that song a lot. That's, that's a, a great piece of music. It's a beautiful song. Came out in the 50s. What's that song? Is this the song I want to tell me, Dave? There's some Christmas song, which is a wonderful song, but now you can't sing it because there's some line about, I don't know, dating a woman, a man dating a woman or something. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? Yeah, it's a more modern Christmas no, it's song. A mod- oh, but, oh, no, you're you know talking Baby, It's Cold Outside. Okay, yeah. I call that a Christmas song. Is that is that a little... Well, it was. Okay, right. Yeah, right. And yeah but you can't sing it now because it sounds like the... The man is being a, a sexual aggressor. What is it? What does he say in the song that is? He, he, he just starts singing about you know. She says, uh, he says, uh, she'll say it's time. It's time to go home, but baby, it's cold outside, right, right. And, and that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Can't do that. Oh, can't do it. Can't do not that anymore. Do it. No, no, you canceled. Can't. You, yeah, canceled. <laughs> yeah, it's not considered. It's not politically correct. You know this term, Dave. Uh, it's an it's an old term, eunuch, right? It's back from what is it? I think the Egyptians or the Romans. They would literally castrate men, and then they would be part. Oh, of, you're a eunuch, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, and they would be part of a, a kind of a military force. In this way, they ha- didn't have any stray desires. Yeah, just for right. everybody, if, if you watched Game of Thrones, right? They had that one group of men, yeah, that, that were eunuchs. Right, that sort of dark skinned guy was the main yeah. character. Yeah. I forget his, he was I forget good. his name. He was very good. Uh, and he like you know he was an expert in karate or whatever it was, and yeah. So that's uh, 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 right. That's the goal. Seemingly, is modern day America. Should well, they be like did that. it, but see, they did they did that in Asia, right? You know, tens of thousands of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they, Chris? You were there. What's that? I missed it. <laughs> I say you were you, you were back. Yeah, you were back there in uh, in uh, China during the time that. You know, anybody who served the emperor was made a eunuch if he was going to be around the harem or anything like that. Snip, snip. They snipped you, oh, didn't they? Gosh. That's <laughs> terrible. But that's but what they no. did. Isn't I that mean, modern America, Dave? I thought that's what, uh, uh, Chris, I thought that's what they want now. Isn't that what the left wants? Oh, toxic masculinity. That's yeah, toxic. Take your maleness away that's from toxic, you. baby. Yeah. Oh. Hey, uh, Chris, can you put the word toxic in front of any other group identifier and get away with it. Probably any. not. Oh. Probably not. I, I I would agree with that. You probably can't do that. So tell me, Chris, what do you think about Jesse Smollett? What do you what do you think about what happened to him? Justice has been served on a plate. Okay. Cold, Justice for Jesse. Cold and uncooked. Yeah, that's uh, uh Yeah, that's that, that's the truth. I mean, I'm hearing that He's going to, you know, they're going to say, hey, we want a new trial or something. I don't see the, you know, I don't see the, I think the next court is going to look at and say, 
What are you bitching about? You're lucky you're not going to jail for 30 years. It's like a line that yeah, Chris, right. Chris told me once. Um, it, it's, uh, I want a new trial. Why? Because I lost this one. No, no, <laughs> well, that, that that's the truth <laughs> of right, it. Don't work that way. Sorry. You need that, a better that's answer the truth than that. of it. I mean, that's seriously the truth of it. People who are listening to us right now are shaking their heads up and down. That's right. Because that's exactly why he's asking. I mean, this guy made, made this whole thing up. When you look at the facts, he made it all up. Out of uh, whole cloth. Yeah, yeah. He just sat down and and uh, put down his, you know, what they call that, that you put on the, uh, his pattern down on the the cloth and cut out the, the coat, you know, and said, here's what happened. And it didn't happen. It's all part of this environment of fake victimhood. And right. the left propagates this notion of pervasive victimhood. That simply doesn't exist. Well, you, now you remember what the vice president said about this when it came out that this supposedly happened. She said this was high tech, a high tech lynching. They all jump on board. All the left jump yeah. on board uh, to find uh, uh, discrimination and racism in this country in, in places where it doesn't exist. To be clear, it exists in some places, yeah. but it is not widespread and pervasive and that doesn't fit the leftist narrative so the leftist narrative is every time someone says says there's racism there's racism moreover every time we say something they don't like it's racism did you hear what black lives matter said about uh, smollett no they said they didn't care what the uh, verdict was they were supporting him, oh, good whether he was guilty or not guilty. Black lives, the facts don't matter? Yeah. Is that's that what exa- it is? Well, Black yeah. lives, the it's facts exactly don't matter? It's exactly the way it is. Right. Uh, it's exactly the way that it is. And uh, he is a perfect example of why did you ever put him on the stand? Is that not correct, Chris and, and Robert? You're both well, legal beagles on this. Yeah. I, I think it's well, even... Now, Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Well, it, you have to remember, and put this in context, right? That's when they are pushing this hate crimes bill. This was part of the left's agenda to get this new legislature out there, this so-called thought crime, and prosecute folks for what they think. And this was, I think, a pattern of uh, false narratives that incite people. And that's what happened here. And it comes to find out this guy was lying, a lot of fake news. Well, a whole lot of it. My favorite part of this whole thing was when he filed the the report of what supposedly happened to him. Now, we're talking about Chicago here. This is where it happened at. And he said yeah. these big dudes came up to him and said, you're a, you're, you're a MAGA land. What? Chicago? Chicago doesn't. Chicago didn't support Trump. What are they talking about? Did did That's he right, fa- Dave. did he falsely also allege that the guys that attacked him were white rather than black? Yes, yeah, of course. Which is kind of stupid when you figure that he set this up and he made sure that the camera that was off of the walkway that was going to see all of this that he could get the uh, the up. video of it. Don't you think that people could look at the video until they're not white? You know, that's, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. This guy's nuts. Yeah. You know what he is? He's a wanna, he's a wannabe actor, and he was looking for publicity for his show. What is it? Empire that he was on. 
and he was trying to build his career up. That's what he was trying to do at the, uh, you know, by lying to people about what happened to him. He made, he loved, he loved making himself a victim. He's already said, you know, it, he said that uh, the police lynched him. You know, he's saying yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the new terminology now. You don't just call them a, a racist uh, organization. You, t- you say that they're lynching people again. They're not lynching people again. We we went through that in this country. Hopefully, we've gotten it gotten rid of it. I haven't heard of a lynching lately. Have you, Chris? Uh, no. Have you? Have you? The closest Mr. thing is, uh, is that case that just was tried in Georgia, right? Where the the three guys in a pickup truck went after that black guy. Cause and they shot him to death. Shot him to death, right. And then before that, you had to go back to Bush. And the uh, when they dragged the, uh, the, the black right. guy behind the truck. Right, right. Okay, so there are, there are two. Right. Two examples over how many years? And how, 30 years and 350 million Americans. Yeah, that's 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 always been to my be clear. Point. Each one of them horrific and tragic. And all of them are in jail, cooling their heels exactly. now. Exactly. You know, when people do stuff like that, all you can do is lock them up like the animals they are. Well, no, you could kill them. But the lefties won't do that. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, we yeah. could have strapped them into Put a, them in a chair, baby. a chair, and gave them you know, lethal injection. Uh, frankly, sometimes I think I, I'm a supporter of the death penalty. Sometimes I think we're better off not using the death penalty because I think it's more uh, lock him up in a cage. Right, right. But I don't know. But I support the death penalty if they do that. Yeah, if they're going to be there for life right. because they can't play nice in society. Mm-hmm. I think you you get them out of the general populace, oh, yes. and you just leave them by themselves. Right, right. Let them let them play with themselves. Basically, right. Right. Well, that was the wrong way to put that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, let them uh, enjoy their their uh, own. Uh, are you saying let let them do a tubing? Uh, yeah, let them do a tubing. Yeah, they can do a tubing. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Jeffrey, we love you, yeah. brother. Yeah, no, we don't. Jeff and the tubing. <laughs> We're gonna take a break, Chris is with us from Conway. He's by phone today. Uh, we let him come on phone by phone because, you know, he lives like 40 miles from Little Rock, and I don't, I can understand he, do, he doesn't want to have to get up really, really early. He gets up early enough to be on the show. And uh, I'm sure you got your cup of coffee with you? I do. Thank okay. goodness. Got to have your coffee. And then, of course, Robert Black comes in. We bring, we bring Black Rifle. All right. Didn't bring, they do something wrong, though? Black Rifle did something recently I didn't like. Some sort of leftist claptrap. No, did they? Something. I don't they know. Have, they have. Boycott them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't boycott them. You know, I'm willing to give per, a person right. the ability to make a mistake. Right. But it had. But it they had, made a big one. It, I can't remember it, what it yeah, was. Yeah, it had something to do with political correctness. That's right. That's I, right. I remember that. I missed it. Yeah, their it, coffee sure is good, though. Yeah, their oh. coffee's good. All right. And, of course, uh, Robert Steinbach is here. He is a law professor over at Bowen School of Law. And his opinions are his and his alone, not necessarily that of the Bowen School of Law or the university of who they belong. Did you see where you guys are going to leave the uh, the Sunbelt co- uh, Conference? I did see that, actually. Wait, yes. You're, you're going to be University of Arkansas. Yeah, they're going to join the conference I used to play in is when I was in college. What did you play? Baseball, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, the Ohio Valley Conference. 
That's where they're. That's where they're heading. Evidently, that's what I'm hearing, because they think that the 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 Sun Belt is zeroing in too much on football. And Mm. what sport does not the UALR play? Right, football. Football. That's what they don't, because they don't have enough people to support a football team. Well, I think there's more to it. I think there's some politics relative to Fayetteville. And I think UA Little Rock has a lot to offer people. I really do. And I'm not talking about the law school, although, I mean, I think... It's good university. Yeah, but and it's local. It's here in the city. Uh, and a lot of people mm-hmm. can can make use of it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. That's all right. We just got to get a break in. Yep. Let's get our first break in for the day here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Chris is here. Robert's here. We'll be together until 7.30. Senator Bozeman was supposed to be on at 7 o'clock, but they do not have control over what Schumer wants to do in the in the Senate, so they're, they're having some kind of vote today, and so uh, the the uh, the senator's going to be there. But he has promised me, talked to me last night, and he will be on next week. We just got to figure out what day and time he's going to be on. East End Towing wants you to know this: no matter what the problem you run into when you're out on the highway, if you need a tow a tow uh, business that East End Towing is ready to handle whatever situation you're in. I mean, if you just broke down, they'll come out and get you, and they'll take you to wherever you want your car taken to, won't end up in an impound lot, things of that nature. Uh, You can ask them questions like, okay, so I called about the the wreck and I needed a tow truck. Uh, You know, you want somebody that knows what they're going to do when they get there. What if it's on private property? It's different if it's on private property versus public property. All those things are different. So get the person that knows all about that. And that's East End Towing. Their phone number is 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. Put it in your cell phone so you call them if you need them. That's East End Towing. All right, let's let's move on. Another another area of uh, news this week that a lot of people have been paying some attention to the uh, the General Assembly uh, got out of their special session yesterday. They're done. They're finished. Uh, they didn't take up any new bill bills. They couldn't get uh, two thirds uh, from the House and the Senate on any of the other issues that people wanted to uh, bring up. Uh, and I, I asked this of, of Senator Mark uh, uh, Johnson, and, and that is why are there so many Republicans that treat the uh, the governor like he's just starting a term out? I mean, he is a lame duck, and he can't do anything to you now, all right? What he could do to you, he's already done you know it already if you're running for re-election. Ask Mary Bentley about that, uh, that they go in and they change the map uh, on even Republicans that they feel like don't play ball with them. Uh, Dave, they'll, they'll make it difficult on you. Dave, it, Jason Rapert, our friend, <clears throat> had four conservative bills that he wanted to bring up. Uh, abortion. Yeah, the, the, the Texas bill. Right. Tax, another thing with taxes, I, I don't know. It was for the LEOs. Okay, law enforcement. Um, the critical race uh, studies, the, the imposition of that <clears throat> in our public schools. Yes. 
and it, it slips my mind, frankly, what the the fourth one was. Um, uh, um, but I'll, I'll I'll remember it. But in the meantime, so he tried to move those bills. I want to tell you the names of those folks who are our friends who supported that. Those who voted to allow those conservative bills to come forward. Of course, Bob Ballinger, our, our good friend and the and the new senator Beckham. Right. Um, uh, he's a solid conservative. Um, of course, our friend Alan Clark. Can he bend it like Beckham? There you go. Um, uh, Trent Garner. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, new Senator uh, Gilmore. Gilmore. Uh, right. Down south. Um, <clears throat> you just mentioned our good friend Mark Johnson. Of course, Jason himself, Jason Rapert, who, as you know, is running for lieutenant governor. Uh, Gary Stubblefield. Yeah, another great conservative. Right. Uh, our good friend Dan Sullivan, of course, great conservative. And uh, Wallace. You know, I forget what Wallace's first name is. I don't know Wallace too well. I don't know, um, I yeah. know him that well. Right. Hammer didn't vote for it? Um, I don't think he was there. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, and so uh, this is, you know, th- those folks are pursuing a conservative agenda. Yep. Um, and uh, it's really, uh, frankly, I would like to see a, a legislature that meets every year now because we have too many important bills, too many important issues coming up. There was something that uh, Mark uh, brought up. And, Chris, let me know what you think about this. I'll, I'll start with you. Uh, okay. Evidently, Mark uh, Johnson, who I had on my show the other day, along with Acre, and yeah. uh, was asked, I, I asked him what, you know, they need to get, they needed to start cutting at, as well as cutting tax rates. They need to get in and cut spending because then you don't need as much money so you can cut taxes down that way. And so uh, he was talking about it, and I said, but to do that, you all have to get into the nuances of every department that is out there in state government and know what they're spending and why they're spending it in what areas they're spending it in you you guys got to become very very cognizant of that spending and he said and this was joy he he said joyce elliott had brought this up and i think it's a great great idea Uh, she made mention that the state legislator legislature should when they come in for their their off year which is just to fix up things that they passed on the general assembly that they should have a meeting uh, and let the different agencies have to come in front of the uh, pardon me <clears throat> come in front of the um, the legislature and explain how they're spending their money and why and what programs they have and what's po- you know what's what's really working and what doesn't work and I thought that's a great way to take care of. Th- the, the legislature knowing what the money is being spent for. Because I can guarantee you, they don't have a clue at times. I think when they get ready to go into general session, uh, all they what they do is uh, they have sit down with some of the different departments and they say, here's how much money we need and blah, 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 blah. But they really don't understand what the money is really is spent for they don't have the necessary paperwork and things of that nature i think it'd be a great 
Uh, would you agree that the, the the legislature, you know, comes in and they get schooled a little bit about why money's being spent? Yeah, you know, Dave, you hit on something that's key, tax, tax cuts plus cut spending. Now, as you know, it's hard to get stuff done to the legislature, especially when you give up your rights to something or give up some freedoms. Uh, one of the bills Jason Rapert had would allow average citizens to sue a government agency. That's so Texas. This, um, no, two oh, of them. Another one? No. Two of them. There was the abortion yeah. bill and the critical race theory bill. Okay. Both of them yeah. created so, a private cause of action, which is a fancy way, as Chris is pointing out. The average citizen can sue. Yeah, d- does it directly. You don't need to wait for government to hold your hand. You can do it yourself. Right. Yeah, and, and as you see, that, I mean, that, this is a tax cut. Yes, I applaud the tax cut. But I don't think it's enough. Well, I one of the ways most conservative yeah, most conservatives don't. We'll talk more about right. this. We got to get to the news. Uh, let's get right. to that, and then we'll come back. And this is a big topic to be discussed amongst the electorate. It really is. All right, okay. let's get to the local news and find out what's happening around the world. All right. So if uh, you got a four hundred one k an IRA, you got a savings account, and whatever. Uh, I'm sure that you're like me. You're concerned about uh, the Democrats, you know, spending in like drunken sailors. And I want to apologize to drunken sailors when I say that. Uh, and uh, the the out of control government spending and how they're trying to raise it even more so, which was going to mean more inflation. Uh, you know, and that's like a six or seven percent, maybe higher by the beginning of the new year. Uh, political unrest that we got going on in our country and a rapid decline in the uh, U.S. dollar. All of those things probably concern you. And you may be like uh, a plethora of a lot of other people uh, who are looking into buying you know, gold and silver to back up uh, what you already got out there to protect your nest egg. Well, you don't want to allow the thoughts of 1970s style inflation and stagnation uh, destroy your retirement so what you need to do is get a hold of david lucas financial let them uh, teach you how silver and gold could help you protect your assets that ira that 401k and hard-earned savings now you notice i didn't say you know your cd well there's really not all that many cds out there anymore uh, 501-222-3315 is the number to call. And uh, David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get uh, direct prices from a dealer you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. I understand that Mr. Steinbach and Mr. Corbett that uh, sitting online ready to talk to us is is uh, State Senator Jason Raper. Fantastic. And of course, uh, Jason knows that, and I'll be in all transparency. I've been a supporter of his uh, ever since he ran to be uh, an elected official in the state legislature. But I wanted to talk to him about these bills that he had, and he couldn't get the two-thirds vote. Uh, what happened there, Senator? Can you kind of explain what, 
what went down and explain to me why so many people are still beholden to the governor when the governor is a lame duck and he can't do things to him. I mean, I understand maybe during his first, you know, four years, they were worried about, you know, they're going to have to turn around and they're going to look at their their district and things of that nature. For instance, uh, Senator Rapert's uh, district is no, lo- no, no longer exists. Is that not correct? Well, first of all, Dave, thank you for your support, and you have been a supporter. I appreciate that. And forgive my voice, I did a lot of talking yesterday. <laughs> so, um, so, so, Dave, let me try to hit this as, as good as I can. Yesterday, when specifically presented with the strongest pro-life bill we have ever been able to vote on in the history of the state, we failed in the Arkansas legislature, or should I say my colleagues failed, to step up and pass it. Not only did they fail when given the opportunity just to hear the bill so that they could vote on it directly on my motion, Senator Jimmy Hickey stood up and purposely and intentionally made a motion to adjourn and forced that adjournment just to kill the bill and not be able to vote on it, which is very, very hostile. You know, he voted against the bill in the spring. 27 Republicans voted for SB6 that became Act 309. At that time, it was the strongest bill. And here's why that this bill was stronger, because we found a new tool from Texas and the civil cause of action that would replace state enforcement and allow civil causes of action to stop abortions. And we know the U.S. Supreme Court has had two hearings where people have tried to get the Texas bill stopped, and we're now well over 90 days, and they've saved over 3,000 babies in Texas. Those Texas cars are coming to Arkansas to the Little Rock Family Planning Clinic to get abortions, Dave, and abortions have gone up. And when I asked Asa Hutchinson in his office to his face with another legislator witnessing, he simply refused to do it. And I'm I'm very disappointed and I'm very sad because I find myself now, after fighting with all of our good conservatives in Arkansas to win the majority in 2012, we now find ourselves with people with ours on their name that will not do the right thing. And it's time in 22 to get more Christian conservatives in the Arkansas legislature. Okay, well, let me just mention that the number two point of the Republican Party of Arkansas platform for 2020 is the sanctity of life. So so they're going against our very platform at this point. Yes, it is. And, you know, let's, let's do this. The number one principle is faith in God. <laughs> the number two principle is sanctity of life, and those go together because God is the giver of life. And every one of them knew, because here's the thing, they were lobbied by, they knew there was support from Arkansas Family Council, and I want to thank Jerry Cox for his support and his work. We worked round the clock for two days with the drafter of the bill in Texas. We literally had the legal expert that drafted that bill who sent me a message and said, this bill, talking about the Arkansas bill, this bill is bulletproof. 
from court challenge because he had the knowledge of what the Biden administration did. So, unfortunately, Jimmy Hickey and Asa Hutchinson led my colleagues down a terrible road to destruction for their own political careers. All right, to get that to get that uh, onto the call, you had to have two thirds vote from the House and two thirds vote from the Senate. How close were you in the Senate? I, I heard you got eleven votes. Is that right? There were eleven. Actually, we had twelve votes. And right at the last second, someone changed their vote to a yes. And I would like for them to be able to explain that because I'm not so sure that they didn't get confused in the voting process and what happened. But we had 11 solid votes that said we do not need to adjourn and we need to take this up. And there's no place to hide here. You know, they're going to be out there claiming they're going to tell people we didn't vote against that bill. <laughs> they're going to say we voted for a motion to adjourn. That's right. They're going to say that, but no, they can't get out of it now because I knew strategically to jump to my feet as soon as that last bill of the governor's call was over with. And when I did, my motion was the motion on the floor, which was to hear specifically this bill to stop abortions in Arkansas. And they saw and know by looking at the debate, it was an intentional move to stop us from voting on that bill. And I want to tell you something, Dave. You know, look, I've been here now nearly 12 years. Next year will be my 12th year in the Senate. Stop. You're Uh, making me feel old. uh, Well, (laughs) I know it's time is flying, Dave, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I don't have any, I've never have minced words. I say exactly what I mean. I mean what I say, but I'm going to tell you, I think that uh, some of the arrogance and pride of some of the members that absolutely just wanted to oppose, you know, the conservative movement politically, they chose to just force the adjournment so they didn't vote and we got members out there they're going to have a lot of explaining to do i've had messages from all over the state and i know that senator jimmy hickey or someone very very stout from miller county is looking at running against him and uh and i'm going to tell you something we need christian conservatives that will stick with the platform and i'm going to tell you i'm going to make it real plain too you got to understand that senator jimmy hickey uh, paired with Democrats and a handful of Republicans to steal the election from Senator Bart Hester just just a, a, about a year and a half ago for pro tem because we had, had nominated Bart Hester as the GOP pro tem nominee and we went on the floor and in a huge surprise so this this is just par for the course for Senator Jimmy Hickey and I posed him at that time you remember that Dave. Yeah, and uh, and Senator Hickey has got it out for me. He tries every way he can <laughs> to to stop me, but I'm telling you something. I just want the people of Arkansas. If you want a conservative fighter that will stand up and fight to the very end on the issues that I commit to, put me in that lieutenant governor seat, and they'll have to look at me every day because we need to have conservatives in that Senate and conservative leadership in this state. And I want to say this, I'm very disappointed. Shame on Governor Hutchinson. He knows exactly. You remember he said the other day, I'm going to delay here to see if the Supreme Court goes ahead and says That's right. He's going to wait until June. Yeah, well, look, he meant it two ways. 
he was referring to the Texas hearing, Dave, as well, okay? Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, he, he specifically did because he knows my members really wanted to vote on this. But he pushed that leadership to say, don't do it. And, and I was told what it was. He, he said, I want all the press to be about the tax cut. Well, you know what? I can take a sip of water and I can cut taxes. I can stop abortion. I can stop CRT. I can vote against these employer vaccine mandates in one hour. And guess what Asa Hutchinson and his leadership doesn't do? They knocked us down from voting against critical race theory. They knocked us down on the employer vaccine mandates, and they just gave Planned Parenthood a win in the state of Arkansas. And day number one today, babies will continue to die in Arkansas because of what Asa Hutchins and Jimmy Hickey and those they got to go with them down a road to hell did yesterday. You winced, you flinched, and you stopped, and the people of Arkansas should remember it. And if you got a Republican that can't even stand up for the second principle that we have, they need to be replaced. All right. Let's go back to what I said earlier. Um, in fact, I, and let me get to this answer, and then I'll let you go, because i got I got to move on uh, with, the, with the show. And that is, why... Are so many Republicans either in debt to or uh, are still scared of the current governor? He's he's a lame duck. And as Mark uh, Johnson said on my show the other day, he's getting more lame as he goes along. He is a lame duck. OK, I don't know. You know, we passed an appropriation that there's that, something that may not be easily seen. That appropriation increased the appropriation for spending some federal monies up to $3 billion during Woo. the session. Okay? Right. $3 billion. And so, you know, if you look close at the governor's committees, the CARES Act and the ARP funds, and see where that money goes and that it gets approval over in the uh, legislative council, I'm just telling you, it's uh, you know how they how, what they say in, in politics and life follow the money. Oh, absolutely. And maybe maybe they're scared. I, I, I can tell you that Senator Hickey brought in the Arkansas chiefs of police and the Arkansas sheriffs the other day because guess what? We tried to pass a law enforcement officer tax credit. Yes, okay? you did. And you know what? The only reason we tried to pass a law enforcement officer tax credit is we knew the governor's task force had met for months and suggested that, and there was huge support for it back in the spring. We had nearly 50 co-sponsors this time, and they even killed that. We're 49th in paying law enforcement in the entire nation. And so why would they do that? It's because the governor was cajoling them. The governor was doing everything he could to stop them. And i tell you what, shame on the legislature on that, too. Because when you say you back the blue, you'll put your money where your mouth is. Now, they started talking bad about it, Dave, and said, oh, well, a tax credit's bad policy. Well, look, law enforcement officers are paid by the government. Duh. It's not welfare. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Law enforcement you. officers are paid with government money. So I saw somebody file the bill to cover their tail and say they wanted to make a law enforcement officer pay tax-free up to 75000 but they never ran the bill. They just filed it for political cover. And I'm going to tell you something. I would have voted for for a bill making them completely tax-free if we want to. We should back the blue 
in law enforcement, and Jimmy Hickey brought them in there. I was told kept them for three to four hours pushing them so that they would stand down. We, we've got people that, that are playing uh, some real cheap politics, and it needs to stop. And you know what? They're scared of conservatives, true conservatives, in, in, in that little clique. And it's time that we get some people that will run, break that clique, and move Arkansas full. All right. Senator Jason Raper, thanks for the time this morning. We'll have you on in the very near future. As you're running for lieutenant governor, we'll have you on so you can talk about what, if you win that position, what you want to do. How's that? God bless you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. That is Senator Jason Raper here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. So now you know this whole story. You got it about what happened yesterday and why they suddenly adjourned. All right. It was a stop. Uh, some of the things that uh, the conservative part of the caucus was trying to do. Ten minutes till seven, we'll get uh, uh, Robert's take on that and Chris's take on that when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I want to remind you, I had Eric on the other day talking about what was hot this year in jewelry so that you don't get left out in the cold in the doghouse because you don't get that significant other, something that they really, 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 really want. Uh, 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E. He opens up at 10 o'clock today. He's open at 10 o'clock every day but Sunday. And uh, you can stop by and visit with him. Or if you want, you want to set up a time that you specifically are going to meet with him, call him and set that time up. 501-246-3655. It's Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. All right, six minutes left here in the first hour. Yeah, you know, one thing that we pride ourselves here on this show is trying to get the people on that can give you answers to what's going on. And, you know, there's there's people that are on the that, – that they'll call. They'll, they call themselves, you know, uh, you know, they're in the middle, you know. Uh, they're that kind of, of person. And they hate – I'm going to be, I hate to tell, is a big word as far as carrying a lot of weight, but it's true. They, they uh, don't like Senator Rapert because it's like he says, he says what he believes is what he does. And I've always, I've always liked that about him because there's a lot of people who won't say what they believe. And then you never know which way they're going to vote. You just don't know how they're going to vote. So let's start off with you. You heard what the. The senator had to say, uh, Robert, let's find out what you thought about what he said, and then we'll find out what you thought about it, Chris. So let's start off with you. I've said for a long time now that I believe we should have a legislature that meets every year. Uh, And there's too much going on in this state uh, for us to meet every other year, and it's only for like a couple, three months, right? It's not, they don't meet all year long. The technical term is bicameral. No, bicameral is two houses. I think you mean mm. biannual. Um, but the the having them meet for two or three months every two years is not enough if we want to pursue a conservative agenda. Now, Jason aptly said, well, I tried to get some things in now, and they shut me down. And it shows that we need structural reform. We need to move forward in a way that the Senate excuse me, the legislature, both the Senate and the House, is in session on a more regular basis so that important bills 
can be introduced, and we don't have to wait two years for that to happen. I've discussed, Dave, on your show several times now, how over at the law school, uh, this is a couple few years ago, there was a police officer who was told he wasn't allowed to show up in uniform. Wait, what? That's right. Wasn't allowed to show up in uniform because, of course, part of the uniform it has his gun. And they were like the San Francisco restaurant that told the two cops that went there. Well, you see, you're welcome, you know, if you strip down naked, but we're afraid of guns. Guns in the hands of good guys. Uh, and a similar thing had happened already in Arkansas. They say Arkansas's last. We first. We first for kicking out a police officer from a law school class. And by the way, I have expressed permission from that police officer to discuss the details of this okay, issue good. before I get some sort of uh, ne- needle uh, email saying, well, well, you know, anyway. And, uh, you know, you like how I edited that for you? Yes, I liked uh, it. Right. And <clears throat> so uh, the... the um, this is the that was corrected at the time because Bob Ballinger got involved and he said, "What?" Well, but Bob said, "But the law allows him to." I said, "I understand that, but the problem is they don't understand it." So Bob said, "Well, we'll write another law yeah. to make it even more clear." And by the way, we'll give him even more authority, and he did so. All right, I got a minute left for you, Chris, and then we'll pick it up when we come back. Your thoughts of what Jason Rayford had to say. Yeah, it it sounds like um, that they're gaming the system, right? They game the system to not bring up specific bills, and then they had certain Republicans that brought up bills just for political political ammo, right? Hey, we tried to give a tax credit to the law enforcement, but the legislature just didn't get to it. But the, the system needs to be changed here to right. allow folks to game it. Yeah, I I think you're right. Uh, is as he said, Hickey. Uh, before he could get that bill out, came forth to the legislature and said, "Let's adjourn, vote for yeah. adjournment," and they voted to yep. adjourn. So he didn't he he didn't have the time to get the bill out there. So that's the way they do things. It is the way that uh, we we run things at time. And uh, he's exactly right about the governor. I do believe the governor didn't yeah. want any of those other bills uh, taken care of because he wanted all the attention on the tax plan where he could take you know advantage of good publicity all right guys we got to take a break get the uh, news in and then we'll be back here on the dave ellswick show continue on with the dave ellswick show don't forget coming up at the bottom of the hour today uh, matt smith won't be with us but we'll be uh, having the folks from the arkansas symphony orchestra stop by christmas programs coming up here in the near future next friday uh, we'll be joined by chris allen and he'll be with us by phone and we'll talk to him about the christmas show as well get 10 minutes maybe talk to him about what's going on uh, I wanted to bring up something 
to our our guest co-host today, uh, Chris Corbett, who's a, a practicing attorney here in Arkansas, lives over in, in Conway. And then, you know, uh, Robert Steinbach, who's been an integral part of the Dave Ellswick Show for years, uh, who is a law professor, Bowen School of Law, always know that his opinions are his alone and not the school of law nor the university most of the time. In fact, I don't remember when they ever agreed with him. But the, the bottom line is this. What are we to do, guys? And I'll start off with you, Chris, about these smashing grabs that are going, this looting that's happening uh, in our retail stores. It's gotten so bad that the, the CEOs of many, many companies across the United States sent a letter to the uh, uh, Congress asking them to help stop this. And uh, because some of these DAs and stuff are, you know, they, they want to get down where there's no, you don't have, you don't have to pay any, any kind of money to, to stay out of jail or anything like that, where they, they got you, where they can track you down and things of that nature. And these guys go into a court system and the judges just gavel them and say, yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're guilty of, uh, this or that, or maybe they're not because the DA decided if you didn't steal anything over, you know, a thousand dollars, no harm, no foul, go back on the street and, and do it again. How do we stop this insanity, Chris? What what needs to be done other than, you know, the thing that we know, you got to vote those DAs out of office. We do, and I think this all this didn't happen overnight, right? It happened uh, over five years, and first, it's an attack on the English language by this leftist agenda that want violence isn't violence anymore, or violence is justified because a policy is racist. You, you can you can uh, you can bet bet on it when when a when the left comes out and calls something racist. There's some sort of agenda behind it to rationalize an illegal movement by the government. So what's going on here? Uh, the government isn't taking care of lawbreakers. We've hired the police to go out and, and arrest people that are breaking the law. It doesn't matter whether you're white, blue, purple, black, red, yellow. You break the law, you need to be arrested. That's it. And, and they're not doing it because of some sort of weird attack on the language that if you're uh, uh, beat down or perceived to have had something done to you wrong, and it's fa- these false narratives, it's deep and it's, it's systemic. There's no such thing as systemic racism. What there's going on is systemic ignorance about upholding people's rights. And, and it goes one step further, Dave. One step further, they're not allowing people to stand up and say something about it because they're afraid to stand up and force their rights because they're going to get attacked. And it's it's crazy what's going on. It's outrageous that that the, we've got people going to the federal government saying we need help with, with these gangs of people robbing places. Um, you see it in some of these um, these these stalwarts of democratic, progressive, liberal ideas in Chicago, Portland, Oregon, Atlanta. And it's out, it's outrageous, Dave. So what we have to do is not only do we have to back the blue, which is how can you be against that, right? You've got to hire more officers and put more officers on the street. That's it. 
Well, if you take part in smashing grabs, I can understand why you don't want to support the blue. Exactly. You know, I mean, well, this, then, this is beyond just an individual going into a store and smashing a case and stealing jewelry. This right. this is criminal. Uh, these are criminal cases of groups. This this would fall under RICO, to be honest. Well, yeah, well, and that, Dave, and there's some sort of pervasive justification coming from these blue, hardcore blue Democrats. For example, we were talking about Jesse Smollett getting arrested. Kamala Harris came out and said, Jesse Smollett, this is a quote from her in 2019, uh, was one of the kindest, most gentle humans I know. I'm praying for his recovery. This is an attempted modern-day lynching. When this actually Jesse Smollett guy went out and created this, he paid some dudes to make them look like they're beating him up. Yep, he lied about it. No yeah. doubt about it. He yeah. lied about it. Well, it's also yeah. about changing language, If I, as I've said right. over the last months, that when you use certain words to, to, to people, understand yep. that you may be saying the same words, but you're speaking out of different dictionaries. Uh, when I oh, say man. the word looting, uh, I'm talking about people that are breaking the law and, and taking stuff that they have no right to take. The left says I'm racist because looting refers basically to black people, which I've never said, nor have I ever. Well, it's not true. I never, you know, never ever exactly thought. Right. But that's coming from a different, you know, that's coming from a different dictionary, a different lexicon yeah. that they use. Yep. That's right. There was, well, to back that up, there was a blurb when all this hate crime bill was coming out. That I think I saw it in the New York Post that babies are racist. Really? We're innately just racist and we're born. Come on, man. They just saying this is we got to fix this. And that's how they justify some of these outrageous actions. All right. We've got about don't three. You, well, go ahead. Finish up. You know, don't you know, Dave, that, that that we're suffering looting because the general population is racist. That's how they justify it. Well, what, what drives me, you want to know what really drives me crazy is when Saki gets up in front of the, the national media and says it's happening because of COVID. Oh, man. You got to be kidding me. Uh, I don't, right. I don't think so. All right, Mr. Steinbach, we're going to turn it over to you now. Your thoughts on this subject. Dave, I think we have a bigger problem. We are living in an environment where if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Jason made that point um, when he was on, on the show at the previous uh, segment. If we, as conservatives, are not moving forward, we're moving backwards. And we now have an overwhelmingly Republican legislature. We've got a Republican governor. We're going to have a new governor, of course, uh, and we know who it is, uh, a conservative. Um, and so the question is going to be for each and every legislator and the new governor, who I know is conservative, what are we going to do to move forward on our conservative agenda? Now, one thing, and this is not I don't do this as a pitch, but it, it may sound like one. We got to elect these representatives who are going to actively pursue a conservative agenda like Chris. Chris is running to pursue a conservative agenda. Uh, there are plenty of candidates who uh, are running and have run to get a title, to get the name, get the word senator or representative in front of their name. Chris could care less. 
and, and the conservative names that I mentioned before, uh, uh, before like two or three segments ago, those people don't run for titles. You know what I call Dan Sullivan? Dan. You know yeah. why? Because that's his name. Yes, he's a state senator, and he de- he's entitled and deserves all the respect that he can get, that he deserve, that he should get for that. Same thing with Jason, Senator Rapert. But I call him what? Senator. Excuse me, Jason. I said it wrong. Jason. Why? Because these people, uh, and those are just two examples, are there to serve the people, not to have the people serve them. And when elected officials and bureau hacks alike get that reversed. That's when we live in the uh, the environment of an administrative state, the environment of totalitarianism imposed upon us by the dictates of a bureaucracy. And that has to end. That exists today, both at the state level and the federal level across this country. And the very local and level. And the local level across this country. And we need to reverse this. When you have people like Tom Carpenter saying, I'm not going to obey the law on your entitlement to carry a gun in City Hall. Why? Because I'm a leftist and I don't like it. We need to do something about it. And who's doing something about that, by the way? Chris and me. We're suing Tom Carpenter for breaking the law. And when we see citizens stepping up to the plate to do that, lawyers stepping up to the plate to do that, those are people who want to pursue actively a conservative agenda. But if you're in the stands collecting per diem of $500 every time you go to a meeting and you're not doing something, you're the problem, not the solution. All right. We got to get a break. Let's do that. Then we'll come back and uh, finish up our segment today with Robert and with Chris. Don't forget about uh, our good buddy, Pat Davis, talking about uh, health insurance. Got to make sure that you have health insurance, but you want to make sure that it doesn't break your budget and you can get that done by talking to Pat Davis. He's going to save you 30 to 50% on what you're, you're, you're selling right, you know, using right now. He can get you a 30 to 50% break on your health insurance. He can get you health insurance from any provider in the nation. He can get you the possibility of getting a check back from the hospital or the urgent care facility or even your doctor uh, when you go in to use your health insurance. And how about no copays? He can teach you how he does that as well. Pat Davis can be reached at 501 605 6935 501-605-6935 you can get him there as well here's the key i say this all the time if you're complaining about what you're what you're doing but you keep doing the same thing you're going to keep on getting what you've been getting try something different talk to pat davis and let him work for you all right, back with you, Chris Corbett with us, uh, Robert Steinbach with us. Uh, yesterday, uh, Josh Duggar uh, was found guilty of downloading and possessing child pornography. The jury in Fayetteville, about 140 miles uh, northwest of Little Rock, found the 33-year-old Duggar guilty on one count each of receiving and possessing child uh, pornography this is uh, from channel 7's website he faces up to 20 years in prison and fines of up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each count 
when he's sentenced at a a later date. Uh, Duggar and his large Arkansas family starred on TLC's 19 Kids and Counting until the network canceled the show in 2015 following revelations that he had molested four of his sisters and a babysitter. Authorities began investigating the abuse in 2006 after receiving a tip from a family friend but concluded that the statute of limitations on any possible charges had uh, expired. Duggar's parents said he had confessed to the fondling and apologized. Duggar later apologized for a pornography addiction and for cheating on his wife. The judge in the child porn case ruled that jurors could hear testimony about how in 2003 Duggar admitted to molesting four girls. A family friend testified that Duggar told her about the abuse. So uh, he could be cool in his heels in jail for a long, long time. Um, your thoughts on this, Robert? It's a sad story. Just be honest with you. Well, it's a, <clears throat> and I don't have any sympathy for for pedophiles. I have none. Well, I'm not sure you'll find many who do. And it is a sad story, but it's also uh, a story that's important. And we need to uh, pursue this kind of wrongdoing. And, you know, this goes back to the notion that we've talked about on this show uh, when we talked about... Um, the chemical castration and what does that have to do with this? Meaning the state inherently has a role in protecting children. Uh, this is one example. The, uh, the chemical castration is another example. The right to life is another example. And the left seems not to understand at least some of this, right? They say, well, you know, uh, for example, right to life, uh, the woman's autonomy. I agree. There is a, there is an autonomy issue in the discussion. Conservatives agree with that. The problem is... But there's two people that have autonomy here. Exactly. And that's... The very next sentence is, hey, what about the autonomy of the baby? That's right. Right? And by autonomy in that context, of course, we mean the the life, because it's literally a life or death uh, decision. And the left says, no, no, no such thing. Here's my question for you, Dave. If there's no such thing, if the autonomy of the woman regarding carrying the child is so preeminent that they deny the existence, the left does, of life itself, then why does that not extend past birth? Are you telling me that a mother's autonomy, and by the way, a father's as well, is not restricted by having a one-year-old? I have argued this point ad infinitum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, look, abortion has gone further than just the time the child is in the womb. There's very there's a lot of cases of when children are born and maybe they're Down syndrome or whatever they put the they put them on a a steel table and they put a blanket on them they consider that compassionate care by the way they put a blanket on them and then they let them die they let them die and nothing happens to anybody. <clears throat> It's yeah. crazy. This is this is a per, this is a person now. Even in, in most of lefties, they'll agree we're talking a person now. I don't yeah, understand but, how but, they can't say that when it's in the womb, but they they can. Yeah, and 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 why is the autonomy of the woman not the controlling factor 
when the baby's six months old. I agree. Course, you know, uh, just to be clear, I don't agree that it should be Is it viable? Yeah, Not if right. the parents don't take That's care right. of it. That's right. You leave the baby alone. It ain't viable. No. You got to feed it. You got to do everything for it. Babies are entirely helpless. That's correct. That's but, absolutely correct. But the, and, and I have an answer to that question. The reason the left doesn't say that they should be entitled to kill a baby who's six months old is because they realize it will expose their overall hypocrisy. Well, and the, and the unreasonableness of their of their uh, argument. That's, That's right. exactly what it is. Chris, let you get in on this before we break uh, well, for the, for yeah, the news. This, this guy's behavior needs to be condemned. And, and Rob and Dave, you're right. Kids can't protect themselves, right? They don't have a set of keys. They can't just get up and leave. They can't jump in their car and get out of danger. I mean, these folks, the, these purveyors of child porn and um, not protecting children, it's got to stop. It's got to end. And, Duggar is gonna is gonna get his just desserts. Well, I sure hope that when he they, does. Yeah, when they when they sentence him, and it's, uh, I feel sorry for the guy, but you know what? It's 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 his choices he made, and they're bad choices. And bad choices have consequences. You do stupid things, you get stupid prizes. And here's case in point. Now, there's something definitely wrong mentally with him, and that has to be dealt with, but. Because he's got a mental problem, yeah. Yeah. Because he's you know got something mental wrong with him, does not absolve him of what he has done. Right. That that's the big the big case because I you know I watch a lot of science fiction and they'll talk about this and that and this person was raised this way and that way. You watch Criminal Minds sometimes. They that that type of thinking runs completely through that show. Well. He was treated badly as a child and things of that nature. Hey, look, here's something else the left says about pregnancy now. I don't know if you've heard it or not, but they call the unborn child a parasite. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Oh, I've heard that. That's right. That's yeah, exactly right. A parasite. By the way, they don't call women women. Uh, uh, they call uh, them menstruators. Yeah, they, right? they try to get around. They're trying to, they try to get around. Uh, the whole men thing, you know, right. women thinking they're men, and 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 so they say, well, because well, she thinks that, she's a man, a man uh, she is a man, so the man menstruates. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the kind of logic Whoa. we're talking about Whoa. here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think I just got dumber. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Hey, by the way, there's a big billboard in Massachusetts as you're coming into Boston, and it's got a picture of harris and a picture of biden on it and it says dumb and dumber <laughs> I all i can say that. to that is let's go brandon yeah by the way what do you think about titleist we're we're out of time but we got a minute here titleist will not let you print let's go brandon on their golf balls yeah, well, but oh, they'll let man. you plant, uh, plant blm kill trump Really? And some other stuff on your golf ball. Oh, don't buy titles. I won't buy you. Buy them. <laughs> you know, that's just that's craziness. All right, Chris, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Thank next you, Friday, brother. Have a good one. Yeah. Same to you, Mr. Steinbach. If I need your assistance, I'll call you during the week. Awesome. Look forward to it. All right. God All bless. right. Let's take a break. We got Bill O'Reilly coming up, and then we'll come back. Uh, we're supposed to have ASO on. I think they're calling in right now. And we'll be talking to them about the Christmas show that is coming up shortly here with the symphony. That's all coming your way next on the Dave Ellswick Show. 
All right, Jeffrey is here from the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra. If you did not know, the Christmas program is just around the corner, as far as that's concerned. Is that not correct? That's right. All right. Yes, we are excited and we are there we ready go. to go. Chris Allen's coming in. Chris Allen's coming in. He's excited and about it? He's super excited. We've been talking a lot. Know him well. Of course, we've been talking about doing this for better part of a decade. And, you know, it was supposed to happen last year. And, of course, all that went to COVID. Went to, Yep. Um, COVID. <laughs> and, uh, but we, you know, got it rescheduled for this year. He's coming. We've got the music. We're rehearsing. We've been doing uh, social media stuff together. We're working on a little, you know, uh, recording that's going to go out on social next week to okay, promote cool. everything. And, and yeah, there's going to be, it's going to be a big production. We've got um, the high school choirs from Bryant High School and Parkview High School right here in Little Rock are going to be performing with Chris, with the orchestra, cool. and so there's going to be probably the most people on stage at uh, at the Robinson Center that you've seen in the last two years. Yeah, so. I, this may surprise you, but I was a member of one of the state of Indiana's best choirs. Is that right? When I was in high school, uh, we had a great, great director by name of. Uh, well, we called him Flash, just so you know, because he was totally bald at the time. So we used to, they put the light on him, and we used to say, Flash! You know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> and Gordon Wilder was his real name. But he was fantastic. Uh, we could go up against colleges mm-hmm. because of the music that we were uh, performing. I'm, a lot of people might know, like Anthony O'Daly, his dad, and things of that nature. That's not stuff that high school choirs typically do. But we we always opened and opened up our Christmas program with we were the concert choir that's what they called us and we had didn't have real candles because they didn't want us to burn down the building but uh, we had candles that we would carry in front of us and we would stop at start at the back of the auditorium and proceed to the stage and get up on the risers and whatnot and we would we would sing will come will come. Israel, mm-hmm. all right, and that's a that's a great piece of music, but uh, and then we would do Brahms and we would do, uh, you know, the, you know, Hallelujah chorus and all that. I don't even know sure. if you could get away with doing the Hallelujah chorus could not be considered religious during the days of today in a high school. But uh, I love high school choirs. Those kids work hard yeah. and they are talented. A lot of them. A lot of them are going to go to college on scholarships for music. Yeah, that's So totally I look true. forward to it. Do you know what kind of, what, what songs they're going to do together? So they're going to, uh, we're going to, they'll be featured. They're going to do, um, um, they're going to do a lovely arrangement of Christmas time is here. No, um, cool. Classic. And, and, uh, and they're also going to do a really fun arrangement of Feliz Navidad. So they're doing not, not quite the most traditional, you know, as you were describing. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be a lot of fun. And then they'll be backing up Chris. And, of course, Chris has um, his own originals. And, of course, he'll be doing some um, – and we'll be doing some traditionals as well. He's a man. I'm just telling yeah, you. Beautiful arrangements um, that he did with his uh, – uh, Music writing partner K.S. Rhodes of Silent Night that the choir will be featured and it's going to be a just incredibly contemplative moment. But he has um, he has some fun originals as well. Like uh, uh, "Mommy, Is There More Than One Santa Claus," which is a really fun song. And, okay, and a beautiful song called uh, "Just Like Snow." Um, but you'll hear several as well. The orchestra will be featured heavily. You'll you'll That's you'll hear cool. um, um, you know these very 
over the top cinematic kind of mashups of all the classics and cool. all the traditional Christmas songs, and and uh, and the orchestra is sounding better than ever. I tell you what, this year it's it's really amazing. We have um, we have some after the you know after the 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 close down for COVID. Of course, we've been playing concerts for a long time back now, but the whole orchestra in full strength. We held. Um, we held a series of auditions last summer for some new members. We had some some holes to fill, and we have some just fantastic new players, and it's so much fun uh, spreading the reach of the orchestra and attracting people here to Little Rock who are just amazingly talented, and orchestras never sound better, so, so come now, check now, it out. Now that you're you know really into it and you're, you're, you're bringing your vision of the ASO, all right, uh, out to the folks here in, in central Arkansas, I see you as being the first uh, person that ever since, I'm trying to think of who the maestro was back in the early 2000s who did so much with the Christmas show. They had the dancing penguins and all that kind of stuff. Yes, indeed. That that could only be the one and only David Itkin. That's yes, it. Itkin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I, I, I like talking about David because a lot of people don't know that, you know, he, he had a tie with, uh, in, uh, with Indiana and the Indiana Symphony, and the Indiana Symphony does a fantastic Christmas show. It's hard to get a ticket to, mm-hmm. to go see that. And uh, I used to go to. Have you ever been to Indiana to there where they do their, you know, In performances? Yeah. I, have, I have not. Right there on the circle. It's yeah, great. Oh, I'm familiar it's, with it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It yeah, really is. I and, bet. Yeah. and they brought in all kinds of different performers and things for it. And and he brought in somebody's. Every year, when somebody special came in and and did Oh Holy Night and things right. of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like that you've been leaning that way to make this like the 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 big singular production of the year. Is that is that true? It really is. I mean, this is this is. It could be argued this is our most important concert of the year. You know, it's, it's, it's when people want to come. It's it's when people want to come, and it, and it's and it's. You know, obviously, everyone wants to celebrate Christmas and the and the holidays, and and we have. It's one of the great opportunities to collaborate. You know, you mentioned bringing people in, and, yeah, and, Broadway and so a, performers and yeah, stuff. That's fantastic. You know, and 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 this year it's Chris Allen and these incredible yes. choirs. You know, you're t- describing your high school choir. I mean, that's 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 what these kids are like from Bryant and Parkview. Good, Just incredibly talented. They they sang a couple years ago. We did a. Um, uh, we did Home Alone, where they showed the film on a yeah. huge screen in Robinson, and 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 we performed the entire score live, and uh, really f- fun type of concert. And and they performed on that, and I uh, asked them back immediately for the next Great. Christmas show, you know. And and so I I think of orchestra at its core as a communal experience because it's sense. the largest kind of group of musicians you can have on stage and they come from all over and you have every corner of the community represented um and you've got these kids and you've got chris allen a homegrown american idol you know incredible talent Mm -hmm. who's who's headlining and it's it's an incredibly feel-good experience to be there and you know and 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 tis the season and so yeah the holiday the the christmas shows are 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 the most important thing and of course we do three of them it's a triple Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
next weekend, the 17th through 19th. And, uh, and so you can take your pick of when you want to come. And I would get the tickets pretty quick. I know that uh, Sunday is, is, is getting pretty close to a sellout at Robinson, which is Isn't amazing Isn't that news. fantastic? And, That's uh, very good. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you all. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you I so much. I really am. I'm happy for you all. That, it is. It's a special time of the year. And that was always the thing that my family did. We went downtown Chicago and and saw the Chicago Symphony. Mm-hmm. They had a they just had a fantastic Christmas show. Yeah, of of, of you know tr- the traditional stuff and then the sacred stuff as right. well. Yeah, and it was really really yeah. good. When you walked out, you were moved. Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. My family would go to you know they're they're from. Um, Far northern Michigan, and so a tiny town of about 600 people, and so we would gather, and of course the family would be together, and it was very special to me, but we were not going to big symphony concerts, yeah. but we would go to uh, we would go to my parents' church on Christmas Eve and always sing in the well, choir. that's and, always big. And, yeah, and it was a tiny little, little, little village church, and it was just so special, you know, it's like, walking uh, in and it's singing. It's like the church I go, to. I, go to, yeah. I go to uh, New Life mm-hmm. up, uh, up there in Cabot, and on the 22nd through the 24th, We'll have the candlelight service that mm-hmm. we always have every year. And you just don't miss it. Yeah. It's special. Yeah, it is. Right. It's really special. And you're right about the communal aspect of the, yeah. of the music and things of that nature. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about ASO. Before, and uh, before we take the break, though, tickets, where do they get them? ArkansasSymphony.org. Uh, you can call the box office if you want to talk about seating options, 666-1761. Talk to our amazing staff on the phone um and check us out on social media of course and do it now because tickets are going fast let me tell you where tickets are going fast as well and it's my classic movie that's coming up on the 14th you don't want to miss it it's white christmas if you've never seen that movie on the big screen you've never seen the movie i'm just telling you i mean and it's danny Kay and bing crosby and rosemary clooney and the whole nine yards in technicolor on a big big screen and you get to that ending where they're having the performance at the end of the show at uh, the the inn uh, there up north. I think it's in Vermont, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they got all those red robes on and stuff. <sighs> take your breath away. Just telling you, take your breath away if you've never seen it. Uh, tickets are still available. Go to Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com for that. So you can see that at the beginning of the week, and then you can see the Christmas program, ASO, the end of the week, and then the next week you can come to New Life Church in Cabot and take part in the candlelight. Talk about having Christmas. That'd be fantastic, I'm just telling you. All right, we've got more coming your way. Don't forget about PI Roofing. They will take a good uh, you know, care of you as far as your roof is concerned. It is the last you know, defense that you have from the elements. From the cold, the ice, uh, the rain, anything that uh, will try to penetrate and get into your house and and do destruction. They can keep that from happening. Call them at 707-3551. That's uh, 707-3551. Or visit them online at piroofing.com. All right. Let's get back here on the, uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Arkansas Symphony Orchestra is here they're talking about the Christmas program, which is coming up next week. Chris Allen's going to be here. It's going to be, what, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Friday, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon matinee. Okay, and I've uh, I've been told that there's a good possibility next Friday in 7.30 or 7 o'clock, half hour, we're going to have Chris on and talk to him by phone. 
great. Yeah, so I look forward. I've had him on before. Yeah. When he made that whole push oh, during yeah. American Idol and all yeah. of that. He came on my show several times. Great guy. Uh, was a member, I don't know if he still is, of the church that I'm a member of, New Life Church. I believe so. He used to be the uh, uh, worship leader mm-hmm. uh, for the area. So it's something to keep in mind uh, about He's got a lot invested in our local area here. He really does. He loves Central Arkansas. Before we get back talking about what else is coming up as far as the symphony's concerned for Christmas, let me remind you about East End Towing and what East End Towing will do for you. Uh, No matter the situation, know that East End Towing can handle it, and they've got all the answers. What you need to do is put in your phone so that you can call them if you get into trouble. Uh, at 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. That's East in Towing. All right, so what else can we uh, expect? I, you said, I think you said, Oh, Holy Night's going to be done by Chris. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, cool. so it'll be a little bit different take. And, you know, you were talking about Chris's background here. Now, he is so talented and has the most beautiful, true tenor voice, you know, and so... We've you've heard, I mean, you've heard opera singers on stage at Robinson singing "Oh Holy Night" with us, and it's that kind of song. Uh, but Chris is going to have a great diva moment. He's put down his guitar for a moment and 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 sing "Oh Holy Night" with no, us. I can't cool. wait to hear it. And that's he's got a, that, um, that he's song got made my mother cry every time she'd hear it. Oh, when you think of it, yeah. I, I think the only other song that I uh, when I think of Christmas that when they do gets inside of me and and that is uh mary did you know mm-hmm. and we're a, doing that too are you really we sure are yeah i love that so song. chris will be singing that too it's a that's a beautiful melody yeah they're they're um they're two of the kind of traditional we do them every single year um every single year christmas songs that you know, both have just a great message. Oh, holy night! There's just the the oh, feeling yeah. of the you know it's it's about brotherhood and community and just everything that we feel this concert is about and um and and so we you know and of course it's just one of those songs that pulls at the heartstrings. And, is Santa going to so, show up? Uh, well, I got to leave some element of surprise <laughs> here, Dave. You know, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I always like to know when Santa's going to show oh, up. Oh yeah, I'm that's, still a Santa Claus kind of guy, man. Yeah. My, my my family knows, and now he doesn't take the place of of Jesus or anything. But he's just, you know, what he stands for universally yeah. is great. Yeah, it really, really is a great uh, a great uh, opportunity to understand that maybe there's somebody out there in your corner. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Don't be bad though; he'll bring you coal. <laughs> <laughs> As far as that's concerned, well, so being good for the sake your, of being good, you know. Who's your big? Not? Who's your big supporters? I want to. I want to give them credit for supporting the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra. Is Channel Seven still involved with this? Mm-hmm, definitely, and um, of course, we could. We would not exist without the Stella Boyle Smith Foundation, and they've they've supported us um, so much. It's the Axiom Pops Live series. Um, we have an incredible sponsorship with Entergy, and let me tell you about this. This is this is they're making it possible. They've done this for a long time, where they um, allow kids 
with a paid adult to come to to our subscription concerts on Sundays for free. Wow. And kids under the That's age of 18. That's a big 18, deal. That is a huge deal, and it has allowed so many people to come to the hall for the first time. Entergy is, is Entergy Kids Tickets, they're called. And, um, and I just found out yesterday that this opportunity for this Christmas show is being extended to all three performances. So if you want to bring your kids, call the box office and find out how the Entergy Kids Tickets can help you. Okay, so give us their definition of a kid. 18 and under. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just just got to make sure some people say 12 and under. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, 18 <laughs> and under. That's that's great. That's fantastic. So, again, to get your tickets for this show, you want to go to the ASO website to, to buy them. That's right. ArkansasSymphony.org. It's, it's, we've got a great ticket system online. It's very easy. And uh, But if you want to call and talk over your seat selection or, or anything you want, just call our box office, 666-1761. Follow us on Facebook, Arkansas Symphony, Instagram. Um, and if you want to check out past performances, go to our YouTube, Arkansas Symphony, and we got... Tons of digital content to keep you entertained. Like Ray Stevens used to say, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Right. Just so you know, you can get a hold of them and, and uh, get your, your tickets for this. Now, remember, Chris is going to be there. He's the, the master of ceremonies and master of talent that they're going to have on stage. That's right. And, you know, it's kind of a homecoming for Chris. We were talking about this, and, and you know, he was a, um, of course, he's been a great guitarist and singer his, you know, his whole life, but he was also a uh, very accomplished viola player in high school. He went to the uh, he went to Mills High School, just south of Little Rock, and and um, that has one of the best orchestra programs in the state. Wow! Uh, I didn't side, know that. side note, yeah, uh, and um, and his teachers were all members of the Arkansas Symphony Orchestra, and he played in the Arkansas Symphony Youth Orchestra as principal violist. Went to Allstate. Um, and so, so he's, it's kind of a, kind of a homecoming for him, uh, just musically being on stage with the orchestra. Is he too. still living around this place or has he moved on to Nashville? He or? lives in Nashville with his wife, Katie, and, uh, their three kids and, and he's, you know, great city there, by the way. Yeah. His, um, family is still here. Um, his parents still live here and he's going to have, uh, he's going to have a lot of friends and family in the audience for sure. I wonder if he'll so. get here. Early enough that he'll show up at New Life Church in Conway and maybe lead singing. I don't know. You don't probably know that uh, as well. I'll talk to him about Friday, all right? Yeah. He, if he's on by the phone with me, I'll be asking him about that. Because <laughs> uh, New Life Church is, 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 is my church home in Cabot. But they're all over the state, just so you know. So what, when it's a, how, are, how do you prepare for when a, a guest comes in? like Chris or whomever, Broadway star, whomever you happen to bring in. And you don't have a whole lot of time to practice together. And that's really important when you're talking about something like that. Uh, do you do, I mean, do you do it by Zoom now? We um, talk on the phone. Chris and I have had a couple Zoom meetings for sure. Um, and we, you know, we're dealing with a whole stage full of professionals. So people are expected to, sh- and they do, and show up very prepared you'd be amazed at how quickly these shows come together um i would (laughs) yeah even these even these um the high school choirs are are excellent i'm actually a little bit later this morning uh going down to bryant to to rehearse the choir a little bit ahead of time oh cool they have a great director named tanner uh, tanner oglesby and they'll be that's going to be a lot of fun and then on monday i'll be visiting parkview and and uh and working with them um, and so they're also just 
I'm always so impressed when I, I, I hear these kids sing, and it's just, you know. Okay, so when you, sh- when you show up, so. and they'll have a little stand for you in front of them or whatever, and you pull out the, 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 the baton and like that, do they get quiet? Oh, yeah. Immediately? Oh, yeah. I they mean, know, I mean yeah. that's really important. Yeah. You know, they're they're watching you. Yeah. And you gotta you got to lead them through everything you want them to do and get them where they understand what they got to do. Yeah. And they're and they're well trained. They know how to they know how to absorb it, you they're, know. They're house broken then yeah. is what you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll come to Robinson and, and and Chris and I so Chris and I are going to spend most of the day day together on Wednesday and uh We'll do a little one-on-one rehearsal, piano, I'll play piano, and he'll sing, and we'll work through the songs, and, right. then, and then we'll rehearse the choir together, just the choir, and then the orchestra shows up, and the, oh no, and then we'll have just a rhythm section with, with uh, uh, bass and drums and guitar, and Chris and me, and then the whole orchestra comes, choir's there, and the whole whole shebang is Okay, rehearsed. now I got one minute left, I gotta ask you this question. The guys that played the bass, uh, the stand-up basses for the mm-hmm. orchestra, Typically, those guys are uh, kind of strange people. Do they have their own little group that they go out and perform as a, as a group, just the basses? You know, I am. I. It's a great idea. I'm not sure if this bass section has done that, but they, it is it is definitely. Um, they're they're fantastic. It's it's a whole universe over there in the bass yeah, section. You got to get you. them. You got to get them out doing uh, ACDC or yeah. something. It's great, great stuff. Great I appreciate idea. you coming by, hey, Dave. Great to see you. Get yeah, your really tickets. Get your tickets. ASO next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday evenings on Friday and Saturday in the afternoon on Sunday, and go enjoy yourself. It's going to be a fantastic program. That's right. Thank you so much, ArkansasSymphony.org. All right, we're going to take a break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 